has been won, the kingdom ours remains. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear Jennifer, Stephanie, and Justin, and to all the family and friends of Linda, we give thanks this day for the gift of Linda Holt, a loving mother, wife, and friend. The Lord God gave her to you as a gift so that he could love you through her hands. So as you recall memories of her in the days ahead, and as you pass those stories along to one another, know that it was in fact God working through her to love and serve you. Of all the ways that she served you and loved you, from what I could tell, the greatest thing she ever did for you was teach you of the death and resurrection of Jesus for you. Now, despite what you might think, she didn't do that because it was a habit of hers or some tradition that she insisted that you blindly followed your whole life. And she didn't teach you of Jesus and drag you to church all those years in your childhood so that you would have occasional fuzzy and warm feelings when life got tough. No, Linda taught you of Jesus because she is alive today and wants to see you again. Now it's true, she died on Tuesday. We saw it. The soul left her body and the life went out of her. Her body died, true enough, but she is not dead. She was baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus, and he lives. I know that my Redeemer lives, as we'll sing in a moment. He lives and has overcome death. He baptized his name onto Linda, so she belongs to Jesus. He's with her, and she's with him. He lives, so she lives too. Now today we'll reverently place her body into the ground, assuming it's not too frozen to dig into, I suppose, and she will there await the resurrection of the dead on the last day, when God will raise up her body and her soul will be reunited with her perfected body and she will live eternally. And she very much would like to see you again so she can hug you with arms that no longer need to cling to a walker. And she can kiss you with her lips that no longer wince in back pain, but rather smile in joy. Linda did us the kindness of picking today's service for us. It's actually your dad's service, as I mentioned earlier. So it's fitting for us to hear the same scriptures and hymns that brought her peace and comfort in her days of trial. I'd like for us to focus on one reading in particular, and that is Psalm 23. I read it actually a few times 
to Linda at the hospital. And again, the day of and really moments before, she closed her eyes for the last time. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Now, it's a despairing picture to walk through that dark valley. Valleys are always at the base of mountains. That's how valleys work. And as you walk through valleys, you can look up and see massive mountains all around you. That's how it goes. That's how valleys work. Those same mountains block the sun most of the time. And so it causes shadows. The full colors that would be in that valley are dimmed because of the shadows. This valley in Psalm 23 is exceptionally dark and gloomy because the shadows are all around. And what is the thing causing those shadows? As the psalm says, it's the valley of the shadow of death. And that means that the massive mountains on all sides are the ever-present reality of death. As you walk through the valley, you can try to avoid looking up at those massive, despairing mountains. But no matter how hard you try to avoid them, they cast a gloomy shadow on every step. According to the psalmist, this life is that valley, lived in the ever-present gloomy shadow of death. It's possible that you've noticed that valley even more now than ever before. Death in the world caused by war and disease, death hitting your family just in the past month, and again even now, death brings its shadow once again. And that massive mountain of death is a powerful force for sure. It does all it can to rob you of joy, to have you living in fear, and have you thinking about it constantly. Even making you despair because you can't avoid that mountain as much as you try. Now, a few of us were there in that last hour for Linda when death finally did its worst to her. After chipping away at her for years, these last few weeks were certainly the hardest, and she fought hard. Then there was that moment when the tubes, the medicine, the beeping computers, they couldn't stop death. And so death came, and it seemed like, it seemed like death won. And that's a sad story, if that's the end. But Psalm 23 doesn't just talk about the dark valley and the shadow of death. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And with that, the darkness is shattered by a blast of light. Even though she walked in this dark valley, she didn't need to fear evil or even death itself because she didn't walk through it alone. 
The Lord Jesus had joined himself to her in holy baptism, promised to be, promising to be with her always, even to the end of the age. He has destroyed the mountain. He has overcome the darkness by his light. And he was with Linda the whole time she walked in the dark valley, especially in her last days. So death didn't win. Death did not have the last word for Jesus, and it won't for Linda either. Our Lord Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Linda confessed that faith in the face of death. She shouted it into the darkness of the mountain, albeit in her quiet and kind way. Now she lives with Jesus, with all the saints in heaven, clothed in the righteousness of Jesus, waving her palm branch of victory and singing praises to him. And she loved to sing with you too. That's why she dragged you to church when you were little and why she bothered teaching you about Jesus. She wanted you to have the comforting light of Jesus in the dark valley of this life until you see her again. So God be praised for Linda Holt. She has run her race and won the crown. She lives and she longs to have you with her where she is, reunited, tears wiped away, in joy forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand for